Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Red X podcast, where we bring on agents, coaches, people that are here to share their expertise to help you uh, create sustainability and opportunity in your business. I know that I'm a new face to your computer screen. Uh, You're used to seeing Tyler or Curtis, but um, my name is Haley Johnson. I work here at Red X. I've been working kind of more behind the scenes, um, doing stuff with, with the podcast. So now I'm in front of your computer. So this is exciting. I'm a little nervous. It's my first show. So be nice to me, but I think it'll be good. Um, A couple things you should know about me, though, is one, I am from Texas, and I'm very proud of it. And two, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. So that's all you need to know. And we're good to go. Today, we have an awesome guest. Uh, We have Nolly Williams. Hey, Nolly. What's up, Haley? How we doing? Doing good. Welcome. So excited to have you on today. Uh, So let's just start out. Let's get into it uh, with an introduction to you. I know yesterday I was looking at your bio and saw that you um, were you owned the largest Christian rap label in the world (laughs) at one point. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, And actually, I I was on a listing appointment yesterday and the, the lady that I'm listing her house, her her daughter was one of the few people that sponsored me to start my first business. You know, I was, I'm 50 now, I'm 50 now. And, uh, I was 22 and I quit my job and actually I've never worked for anyone else since the age of 22, 28 years (laughs) working from home. That's Um, awesome. And and so I'm kind of used to this craziness that we're going through now, but, um, but you know, I was mentioning to her how I was able to start this record label, you know, with $1,800, that people just gifted me $50 here, a hundred there. And within, wow. within about four years, that $1,800 was 150,000 a month in revenue coming in. Uh, we had 18 artists on the label. We had uh, 14 employees full time. Uh, we were, we were making 150 grand a month, spending 160. <laughs> <laughs> Music right. I tell you, but I, that was a dream I had at, at the age of 13. I wanted to become a rapper. By the time mm-hmm. I was 18, I was convinced that's what I was going to do. So I struck out on it. And we did really well. I mean, it was uh, ultimately distributed by EMI Capital and okay. um, was the largest number one Christian rap label in the world. At the time. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Maybe we'll have to freestyle at the end of the show or something. We'll have to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> awesome. it, it, it's a bit rusty, but it, it's there. <laughs> hey, well, then you started out doing that. How did you transition to real estate? Well, I went broke. <laughs> cool, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was, I, I did real well. You know, like I said, I, I made my first million at the age of 29. I actually made $2 million that year. Okay. Um, and I was feeling real good. But oh, yeah. little did I know that three years later, MP3 was going to be coming out. And so when oh. it did, it really kind of decimated us. Um, we, uh, when digital hit, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I didn't ship with the market. So I got shifted out of the market. 
And uh, friends and family kept saying, hey, you'd do good in real estate. I think you'd be good at real estate. Uh, and we sold our property. It was a 6,000 square foot home on 10 acres. Um, and, and it was, I sold, sold it. And when I saw the commission, I paid the agent. I said, how do I get, how do I start doing that? So, so it, it's something that, that I, at the age of 33, um, I jumped in. So I've been 17 years uh, in real estate and I took to it right away. I mean, I took 21 listings, uh, my first 74 days in the business. Wow. Um, I don't how many I took because I was with a Prudential back then. And I was there for 74 days until I realized, wait a minute, I can go over here and make more money. So I switched, you know. There back. you go. So, yeah. Awesome. But I started with listings from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, um, just to talk to the audience, um, welcome, Robert. Welcome, Amanda. There are some of our regulars that come to every show. So happy to see you guys. Um, Please ask your questions throughout the show. I want this to be a participatory event where you can ask Nolly questions and get the most out of today's show. So let's get into it. Um, Nolly, I know we want to talk about the five key strategies to generate more listings right now, which is amazing, especially right now. Who knows where the market's going? It's kind of uncertain. Um, and so that is pretty promising. Key strategies to start uh, generate listings right now. Let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah. And uh, Haley, I hope everybody is, um, you know, when we first got into this whole COVID thing, we got it. There was a little bit of uh, first. It was like, I think it was first fear uh, and yeah. panic and Definitely. panic. <laughs> and then everybody went numb and it was like, what's next? You know? But I'll tell you, I mean, just our group, our real estate group just came off our best month uh, ever, you know, so really? things, yeah, things are happening. You know, don't believe the the idea that there's no business out there because um, some people, some people are in feast and feast or famine, but other people are thriving. They're thriving. So um, I wrote down some, you know, just for you guys, a couple of things. And number one is uh and, and we're going to talk about five actions, okay? And I'll probably go through these very quickly, Haley, because I want to get some <laughs> questions about that. We'll see. We'll see. So, so with the five actions, number one is really to shift your mindset. Now, okay. I know, you know, we hear all the time, mindset, mindset, mindset. What does that mean? And I, I, was, articulating, I, was, I was trying to share this with someone yesterday, and, and I was saying, you know, in real estate, a lot of realtors don't, don't understand that they have four bodies, Okay, we have a spiritual body, a physical body, an emotional body, okay, and, and a mental body. We have four bodies. And in what I teach is a, is a um, it, it actually borderlines into quantum physics. But when you look back at the success, when you, any, any successful person that's ever lived, when you look at, back at their success, you'll realize that it all was created from their imagination. Okay, hmm. now I know it sounds weird. But every single thing, like the computer we're looking into, the microphone I'm speaking into, this notebook that I'm taking notes on, or even this iPhone that's in front of me, every single thing exists. We lost you, Nolly. Having a little bit of technical difficulties. We will get him back. Give us just a second. Oh, you're back. We lost you for a second. I thought I lost you. 
<laughs> I don't know. Someone was lost in translation. You were lost so. in translation. So, so <laughs> you know, back to the quote, all that to say that we actually create the reality that we're living. And if and and this is one thing that I teach um when I was gonna say in seminars, you know, we'll we'll, we'll pretend we're in a live seminar right now. Uh, but I always, I always tell people, you know, you, you've got, who's your number one best friend when it comes to reaching your goals? It's really you, you, you help yourself. And then who's your number one enemy when it comes against you to reaching your goals? And it's, it's yourself again, right? So yeah. when you say things like get your mind, uh, work on your mindset, what I mean is, um, I'm, I'm going to give a couple examples, uh, two, two quick examples. Number one is Mina. Mina came to work with me and she told me, she said, Molly, I'm on my way out of the business. My husband gave me one year. Now, I don't, I don't know why it is that um, husbands feel like they have that authority or whatever, you know, it's like, but I, I get that from time to time. And she said, she, this is what she told me. She said, Molly, my husband told me if I don't make it in real estate, I got one year to do it. I've been doing this for eight months and I haven't oh, been able to heaven. do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, I got to go back to my regular job. And I told her, I said, I said, Mina, with me, you're going to succeed because we're going to shift the way you think. Okay. And so her first uh, 12 months, she's 90,000 in GCI. Now this year, she's on track for almost 200,000 in GCI. Coming from almost quitting the business to now thriving. And it really, it, I could say, oh, it's my techniques and all this, but it really was the fact that she shifted her mindset. Another get, a guy that came to work with me, his name is Nick. He started with me about six months ago and even three months ago, he didn't have a single deal on the horizon. I was like, Nick, right before COVID, I was like, Nick, what you, what, you know, what's going on? He said, man, I don't have anything going. And, and, and he texted me, Haley, he, you know what his text said? He said, okay. how, do, how do I get into the mindset of lead generating every single day? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what is this guy? You know, you got to do that. Right. You, you, because if you don't lead generate, there's no, there's not going to be any future business. He said, I know I have to do it, but I can't motivate myself to do it. And I said, well, just remember back when you had a nine to five, you remember those days, right? So you think back on that. Did somebody have to motivate you to get up and go to work? I mean, you just did it right. You, you, you. And so finally I gave him a couple things to read and this is what did it for him. I'm going to show you. I gave him the power of your subconscious mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, absolutely phenomenal book to help you shift your subconscious mind because most real estate agents don't realize that 88% of our daily activities are autonomic, okay? That means that they happen in the subconscious realm. They, they're not conscious. You're, you're, we might think that we're making all the decisions in our life, but we're actually only consciously making 12% of our daily decisions. So this is a great book to kind of understand that. Um, this other book I'm going to give is called Letting Go. I'm going to share, share with you guys, Letting Go. This is by Dr. David Hawkins. This kind of helps you with the emotional body and really um, uh, getting that in alignment. Because, see, we are holistic beings. You know, I can teach people how to make millions. But what I found, Haley, is they make the money, they lose the money. But how, how would you like to make money and never, ever be in a in a position to lose it. In other words, we call it permanent prosperity. There's one other book I'm going to share. Um, actually, I'm going to share two more. 
Um, I love I it. I'm to share two more. This one is called The Secret to Permanent Prosperity. This is by a guy named Mike Hernock. Very difficult book to find. This book is 180 bucks right now. When I bought it, it was $12. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to find. So you send me 200 bucks, you'd have my copy. No, but you, you'll find it out there. You, you could probably find a reprint of it somewhere. Nice. And then this, is, this fourth one is called Free to Prosper. Okay, that's by Marilyn Janae. Okay, we got to get a woman in here. She's really, really good. <laughs> so these, these are all books that will help you with your mindset because most people came into this realm with a um, with with a certain you know maybe not with a certain way of thinking, but they were pro we're all been programmed. Okay, and so we have to reprogram ourselves for success. I know it sounds weird. It sounds hocus pocus. Um, I didn't follow a lot of this stuff four or five years ago. But when I look back on my life, I can see that this absolutely works. So Nick, he read actually the, the, the one, the big book he read was this one, Feel Free to Prosper. So he sends me a text. He's like, Man, I'm closing uh, five deals and I'm bringing in 85,000 in GCI over the next 25 days. Well, the funny thing is, Haley, this is this was about a month ago. He's already got uh, his 85K in his bank account. He was 40,000 in debt, okay, when he when he read this book, okay? Now on the other side of it, he's closing now 50 to 60,000 in GCI every single month. And his sphere of influence is less than 40 people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he moved back home to Seattle where he didn't really know anybody since he was a boy. And so he has a small sphere of influence, but his, his mindset has changed. So that's really number one. Um, we have any comments or thoughts on that one, Haley? Are you? Well, I love, <laughs> I love the this mindset. I love what you said, permanent prosperity. Right? Mm -hmm. I think at least in my time working at Red X and working with agents and talking about what works and what doesn't, mindset always comes up, and it usually comes up first. Like you said, it's your first point, um, and it is the most important, if you don't have a good mindset, there's no way you're going to have permanent prosperity. Right. No. So I want to know, like, I'm, I have a bad mindset. Let's say Corona hit me, my business hit, hit my business. The market is just not great right now. Where can I start to start? Yeah. Like what you said, uh, reprogram my brain. And I know I love the books that you shared because that's something that you can go buy right now. Um, maybe the, not the hundred dollar one, but like if you want to invest in your mindset, um, yeah. what, what are some things that agents can do right now to improve their mindset? So that's a great question, Haley. So I think number one is just to realize, because that's half the battle. If you, if you realize the issue, then you fit your 50% to the solution. And it's just yeah. to realize, man, I'm, I'm not thinking right here, you know, mm -hmm. because, because I guarantee you, and, and this is what I told a good friend of mine. When the, see, when I first got started, when I was uh, brand new in the business, um, I went to a seminar and at that seminar, they presented Red X. I went ahead and signed up, started doing expires. And I was about three days in the business. Okay. Um, and I, I just, that was my thing back then. Expires, expires, expires. I'm going to give you guys some more, some niches here in a little bit um, that, that I'll share with you. But you guys have been doing, I, I want to give you a high five. Thank you, Haley, for what you guys are doing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But so, so back to mindset, back to mindset. So, no, so it's half the battle is just knowing that, Hey, um, I'm not thinking right. Or, or mm. there's a possibility we won't, we won't enter, we won't interject uh, wrong and right. 
Okay, we'll just say, hey, there's a possibility for me to have an upgrade. So what I want you to think about is, are you living your highest and best life? You know, mm -hmm. like we always tell people, hey, make your highest and best offer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, right. and are, are you, are you, do you have the highest and best offer? Are you making the highest and best choices? Are you living the highest and best life that you possibly could live? And if the answer is maybe not, or maybe the answer is no, then that means that you have an opportunity to reprogram. See, here's what I want everybody to understand. When we're here on this planet, it's what we call an equal opportunity. People say, well, I didn't have the same opportunity. <laughs> well, I, I want to tell you this. When I was 10 years old, my mom moved up to South Central LA, okay, just outside of Compton, okay? I grew up there. That's where I grew up. I dropped out of ninth grade, okay, uh, school and, and left home when I was 16 years old. Talk about not having opportunity. <laughs> I didn't have a lot, but I knew that there was something more. And when I understood, when I started to understand from a very young age, from about the age of 18, the power of your subconscious mind. Uh, it was an incident that, that occurred that was life or death. I chose life. And, um, and from that point on, I realized, wait a minute, anything that I could believe I could possibly achieve. Okay. And so belief, belief has a big part of it. So I would say that anybody that's just in a hurry, um, get the feel free to prosper, get it on audible because it's going to, you know, you'll read it if it's on, if, you know, those of you that like Audible um, and or get the power of your subconscious mind. Just because if you're not a big reader like me, I'm a nerd. Um, you know, just get this one right here, the power of your subconscious mind and then begin to consciously make choices um, to to allow yourself to experience a better reality. OK, because when we when we were sent here. Think about the way I look at life is that life is like a stage and I've, I've entered the stage like a theater as an actor and I get to pick my role. Nobody picked a role for me. I get to pick and say, wait a minute, I don't like playing that guy. Well, pick another role. Just go to the thing and, and go through all the roles, pick the one you like and start playing that. Okay. And then you start showing up to your world the way you want to be. And that's one of the, one of the big things that I teach uh, my agents is how to become famous. You know, it's a big thing of mine. Big, people are like, well, what do you mean become famous? I say, well, you don't want to be a secret agent. <laughs> you That's know, true. people think that becoming famous means that they have to be haughty, arrogant, proud, boastful. No, Jesus was very famous and he, he didn't have any of those characteristics. You can be humble and famous. Well, no, right? So you get to pick the role that you, that you have, right? But it, it all begins with reprogramming the way that you think, because the way you think, see, every single one of us has 168 hours a week, 168, okay? You, Hannah, you have it, I've got it. Uh, I mean, Haley, you've got it, I've got it. Um, Oprah Winfrey's got it. Uh, everybody's got that, that, that 168 hours. It's how do you, how are you, the, the difference between what you have and what others have or what you are and what others are is the way you, um, is, is your mind. That's it. The way you think, the way you show up, you know? And so I say that's number one. And, you know, I get it. People are the mindset, mindset. I get tired of hearing it myself, but <laughs> it really is true. We've got to reprogram and change the way we think. And the cool thing is we can do it and it's not hard. It's not hard at all. And it doesn't cost any money.
<laughs> it's free. <laughs> so if it's not hard, it doesn't cost a lot of money. Why, why is it so hard then for people to grasp the mindset of like what you said, what you believe is your reality, right? So why is it so hard to believe that you can succeed in real estate and whatever you're doing? Why is that so hard? Well, um, the, que the question could also be rephrased is why are, why are most people not successful? Yeah. And I ask that question quite often. Success, it simply means to, to have what you want, you know, because success is tied to a goal. So in other words, success, you might say, hey, success is having a million in the bank. I've, I've done that. I did that 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah. I had, I made a million, my first million 20 years ago. So to me, that's not, I mean, that's cool, but that's not <laughs> success for me right now. Right. Yeah. So everybody has their own definition of success. So then what is success? Well, success is what is for you, what, what you want. Now, if you don't have what you want, you don't have success. And most people don't have what they want because Gallup did a poll. They put, they polled 150,000 Americans and 70, 70, percent of them said they either hate or dislike their jobs so they don't have success wow. so why is, it, why is it that people aren't successful well I think most people don't want to be successful that's that's my honest uh, belief now you might think mm -hmm. that you want to be successful you know it's just like Jesus walked up to a guy um, at, and, and, and uh, the guy was there uh, you know for a healing and, and uh, Jesus says do you want to be well that, that's kind of a dumb question like dude <laughs> Of course, <laughs> you know, Jesus asked him a curious question to do you want to get well? Because Jesus understood that there are many people that do not want to be well. They there's a part of them. It might be morbid and it might be dark, but there's a part of them that likes being sick. There's a lot part of part of some people that likes being broke, like struggling. And most people when they're because I was in this myself, it's an addiction. You become addicted to being to to. Because here's what it looks like. Um, it looks like this. It's like, uh, okay, I got to make my mortgage payment. Man, I don't have any deal. Got to go hustle. Got to go grind. Got to go get it. Then I get it. Whew, 11th hour. I pay my mortgage. Whew, it's an adrenaline rush. It's just like a junkie waiting for the next fix. But why, life doesn't have to be that way. And I teach all my agents, do not, you don't have to live in feast or famine. You can live in prosperity. Okay. A lot of, a lot of people think that if they live in prosperity, they're going to become lazy. Like, Oh, I, I'm just like, like an aristocrat, <laughs> something like that. But that's not reality. See, when you, when you have a goal and a purpose and a focus on your purpose, you're always going to be busy with whatever it is that God put your hand to. So you don't have to worry about that, you know, but you, you, we, we have to realize that every single person, the subconscious mind, the job is to keep you safe. Is to keep you safe and that's why when i was 22 years old and i quit my job my subconscious mind was like boy you're crazy you don't really did it now how are you going to get a paycheck i said don't worry about that i, I got it well how are you going to do this and how this is crazy I, I don't know what you're doing because it's scared it's it's not it's not it's not the you or the me that's scared it's that little three-year-old see the subconscious mind is like a three-year-old Eckhart tolle writes a lot about the subconscious mind and the ego and it's just like a three-year-old. It wants to keep you safe. It's not trying to harm you. It's like, no, don't, don't make that decision. No, don't go after that deal. No, don't, 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 don't join that coaching. No, yeah. don't pay for that subscription to Red X. See, it, it, it tries to keep you safe, but at the same time, it really is keeping you, uh, uh, you know, lower than your possibility <laughs> and far lower. Most people live way below 
you know, when you read a book like the five, um, the five regrets of dying, of the, of, of the dying, um, the five biggest regrets of the dying, uh, this lady was a hospice, like a hospice nurse, and she interviewed hundreds and hundreds of her patients that within their last days or weeks of, of life, what are their five biggest regrets? And it's quite interesting, quite interesting when you, when you go back and look, but, but you don't want to leave this life with regrets. You want to live the life that you were sent here to live, you know, and that's, that's the life that every single person is entitled to and should live, you know? Wow. And, and I look at it like this, Haley, real estate is the best conduit that I've ever found for living your ultimate purpose. I mean, it's a great conduit. Nolly, wow. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about just mindset forever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. I feel, <laughs> I feel empowered. I want to go live my best life. Yeah. Um, my highest life, right? Like you said. Um, but I want to move on to your next uh, your next key strategy. Um, I think it's the the niche one that you're talking about, right? So the, the, the third one is the niche, but the second oh. one is really simple. Really simple. My my can you hear my classical music in the background? Can you hear I that? wish I could. I can't. <laughs> Hey, Google. Ah, Google <laughs> classical music for me here. So, hey. so, um, so that what I, and by the way, they say if you play Baroque music, a lot of people don't know this, but when you play Baroque music, it makes you more productive. So when I do my lead generation, I'm have, I have Baroque music playing in the background. You know? I love it. <laughs> okay. okay. So number two, focus on listings. Okay. Write focus that down. On focus listings. on listings. And it, it, it should it should be something that um, you wouldn't even have to say, need to say, but honestly, so many agents, they're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on buyers first. And when I've done enough buyers, then I'll do listings. See, I came right out of the gate, right out of the gate, right out of real estate school, wet behind the ears. And I focused on listings from the very beginning. Why? Because I read a book called Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. Okay. And it said, focus on listings, listings, listings. So I said, okay, well, that's what I'll do. And I believed that I could could do it. See, the only difference between um, a successful listing agent and one that is not successful is fear. Because the agents that yep. go after the listing, uh, I, I talk to them all the time. Oh, I like working with buyers. Oh, I want to do. Well, the reality is my personality profile, I'm a lead buyer specialist by profile. But I know that I can work three times the number of listings in the same amount of time. So why wouldn't I focus on listings? It doesn't make sense, right? Work um, harder, not, or work smarter, not harder, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so focus on listings. And to, I've got a couple of resources, uh, some free resources. This first one is uh, my book. It's called Success with Listings, okay? Uh, national bestseller. And here's the thing about this. Don't let it intimidate you. It's 430, <laughs> 430 pages. Did I, did I mention I'm a nerd? <laughs> 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 but this goes step by step. People ask me all the time, Haley, they're like, how'd you list over a thousand homes in your first 10 years as a real estate agent? And I'm like, I got, I got, you know, we, we only have 168 hours a week. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I told the story so many times. I said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, cause people are like, can I pick your brain? So I've already picked it. And, and here's 130 pages, absolutely free. Okay. When people go to my website, nolly.com, you can download this bad boy absolutely free because i want to get this knowledge out to every single real estate agent out there i want to reduce the failure rate in this industry which is 87 percent right now 87 percent failure rate terrible abysmal wow. 
I mean, imagine going into an industry where I tell you you're going to have a 13% chance of success. <sighs> Terrible. But it doesn't have to be that way, you know? Um, and then I wrote another book called, because people are always like, man, where am I going to find the listings? Where? I'm like, <sighs> okay. So I wrote triple my listings. Um, <laughs> and this is, actually, this is free also. You know, you, you pay the shipping. Uh, we mail you the book. We actually mail you the hard copy of the book. Um, and this is 27 marketing ideas for free seller leads. So you just open. And what I tell people is go through here. I'm, I'm going to mention some of these right now, but go through here and only pick the ones that resonate with you. Okay. Because I teach that you should lead generate to your personality profile. Let me say it again. Very important. A lot of people don't miss, they miss this. You should always lead generate to your personality profile. So once you know what your profile is, you lead generate it and that's what makes real estate fun because when you get up see I, I like I like doing YouTube so I get up and part of my lead generation time is making a couple of YouTube videos it's fun oh you yeah know, it's, it's fun to do that so so now it's not fun for most people in the beginning it wasn't fun for me either in the beginning but you get used to it it, it, it gets fun over time so what I want you what I want to tell you guys about focusing on listings is focus on the three buckets the the over a thousand listings that I took during my first 10 years all came from three sources. I'm going to share with what that is. Only three bucket. Number one is your sphere of influence. Number two is your farm. Okay. Your farm area. And number three is your niche. You got a niche to get rich, by the way. Oh. See, when, you, when you master a niche, what will happen is um, like a guy came to me. He was like, man, uh, right when COVID hit, he said, man, it, it, what's going to happen? I said, well, it depends on the market. If the market's good, like it's been, if it's good, I'm going to make a lot of money. If the market's bad, I'm going to make twice as much. Hey. <laughs> because it, it doesn't, see, the market doesn't matter. It's, it's the mindset and, and what you focus on, right? So when the market got really bad, I, did, I just did short sales for a while, okay? And I had a whole team. People were like, I'll never do a short sale. Well, guess what? I was working three hours a week. I had a, a team of people working for me. I didn't actually process or do any of the work. I did it first. I just learned it. But then I just hired people and they did everything. And, uh, and we had a, a thriving business. Now, I don't believe short sales are coming back anytime soon. So what I want to do for number three is I want to share the, the, my seven, my top seven niches that I think you want to focus on over the next 18 to 24 months. I'm going to rattle them off quick. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Number one. Pre NODs, okay. And we used to back in the day we used to work NODs, what we call notice of defaults. Um, but now I like to work pre NODs. So as soon as that person misses a payment, I want to know about it. So that's the mm -hmm. pre NODs. Um, okay. Number two is old expireds, okay. Old expireds. That is the hottest segment of the market, in my opinion, right now going. Old expireds. Number three, your own sphere of influence. A lot of people, Haley, are afraid to call their own people. They're like, well, what do I tell them? It's like, just call them and ask them how they're doing. Hey, how are you doing? The listing that I took yesterday uh, from the gal whose daughter helped me get in the business, uh, Josie, my wife, just picked up the phone and said, hey, Martha, uh, how are you doing? You doing okay? She's 85 years old. Are you? Well, I tell you what, I need to sell my house. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can help with that. Um, there you go. Another gal at our company, Elizabeth Riley, uh, she just picked up the phone, started calling her people. And one of her clients was like, look, I need to unload this house. $2 million, got, got a $2 million listing. And here's what you're going to see happening, Haley, is people, once they really kind of set in that this is, there's a new normal coming, 
they're going to want to have, they're going to want to reduce their expenses by 30 to 40%, at least 30%. Okay. Now, what are the, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do that? They're, they're going to probably have to move. Okay. So the $800,000 house that they're living in, they're, they're going to want to go to a 500,000. The one that's in a 500 is going to want to go to the 300 and so on. Musical chairs. So that's um, your sphere of influence. Number four is probate. Mm-hmm. Probate, great niche. Number five, divorce. I just picked up a probate listing today, by the way. Um, hey. Probates, I, I do those all the time. Five is divorce. That's number five. A lot of, Haley, unfortunately, a lot of people just aren't going to make it through this thing. You know, being at home with somebody all the time, it, it can go either way, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, we love being around each other. Or, you know, maybe You're not. You're driving me crazy, yeah. So I, think, I think divorce is going to be, that's my number five pick. Um, number six is a buyer niche, and that's going to be new home construction. Um, that's going to be real hard because there's going to be an, an emergence of what we call affordable housing. It's not what you and I would think of as affordable housing. We're talking three or $400,000 homes, but that's now the new affordable for the person that had the 800 and they want certain entities. They don't want to lose certain entities. Um, so I, I believe that these new home communities are going to, um, uh, kind of version. And then number seven is renters to homeowners. Okay. People that are renting and they're look, they're going through this and they're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? You know, I need to take stock of what, what I'm doing here, you know, and they're going to transition. We work with a partner right now who has a great program. And what he does is he'll take somebody, put them in a one, a one year lease and homeowners are jumping up and down for this because uh, traditional financing is getting a little, you know, funny. So this is a bit more creative. Uh, he puts them in a one year lease while they're in the one year lease, they're working on their credit. They got this whole department that does all kinds of stuff. And at the end of the lease, they've got a purchase of the, of the home that they're living in, that, that, you know, so it's a lease with option to purchase, but you're going to see a lot of uh, creative uh, things like that. So that's my top seven. I'm going to rattle them off one last time in case somebody missed, uh, missed one. Pre-NLDs, number one. Two, old expireds. Number three, your sphere of influence, your SOI. Number four, probate. Number five, divorce. Number six, new home construction. And number seven, renters to homeowners. So are you saying for agents to do all of these or to pick mm-hmm. one, pick a few, find their niche, what they like to do? What are you what are you saying? I'm glad you asked that, Haley. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great uh, question. So, I, what I always tell agents is pick one. Okay. So you can you can make you can reach your goals with one niche. See, most people they come to me, they're like, I want to make a hundred thousand, or I want to make two fifty, I want to make five hundred thousand, or I want to make a million or more. So those are four different tracks, and I have a I have a, 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 a specific trajectory or, or a spreadsheet for every single track, depending on what you want to do. But you only have to um, work one of those or two at the most, but I say even one, and you'll you'll be able to do 40, 50. I mean, I was doing 100 deals a year with one niche, you know? So when, when, in the expires, I was doing 40 or 50 of those a year. Uh, so, uh, so, so yeah, just pick one. I'm, I'm glad you asked me to clarify that. Pick the yeah. one that resonates with you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a quick question. I'm going to butcher this. Dad, dad. Yeah. The, uh, he said, Nolly, where do you get your probate and divorce data? Where are you getting that information? Well, um, I thought they were going to ask where I get my hat from. So anyway, that's the important nice. question here. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the probate, um, there, there's a number of places to, uh, that you can get, uh, probate data, uh, 
you know, but I, but me personally, I like to work with probate attorneys. Okay. okay. Now getting, getting same thing with divorce. I like to work directly with the, with the, um, with the attorneys because now you can't go in there thinking that you can work with them the same way everybody else does. Okay. Because if you do that, um, they don't have time, like they're busy, you know what I'm saying? So you have to become, it's what we call an IOV. It's called an item of value. So what I did was I created, uh, like with my system, uh, I created a book called Consider It Sold. Okay, this, just, just to give you guys an example. So Consider It Sold is a, is a book that I wrote because I got tired, Haley, of people asking me the same question over and over. How long is escrow? Uh, how, what do I need to do to get my house ready for sale? Um, you know, what do you do to market homes? All these kind of questions that, you know, and you go on a listing appointment, how much of, of that appointment is a person even going to remember? You know, maybe 15%. So I started leaving behind my book um, called Consider It Sold, right? So now what I do is if I want to, if I want to work with, uh, I've got a directory on the back, but if I want to work with a, with a attorney, the value prop that I bring, I say, look, if you work with me, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you the back cover of my book. Okay. You, you know, you're a family law practice attorney, you do divorce and probate. And all you have to do, if you have somebody come in that is looking to do, you know, a, a pro, has a probate situation or is thinking about uh, filing divorce, just hand them a copy of my book. I'll give you, I'll give them to you for free. Okay. They're about three bucks each to print. It's well worth it. So that gives them an IOV. Now you've become valuable to them. You're educating their client and you're advertising them at the same time. And these are these are the kind of programs um, I, I used to tell agents this all the time, Haley, uh, ideas like that, even working with new home construction. Guess what? If you put your home construction or you put the uh, that that subdivision on the back of here with that salesperson that you that you've come to admire. And then now they're going to give your book out to anybody that says, hey, I want to buy in here, but I need to sell my house. Oh, well, here's our preferred agent. See, so you have to make yourself valuable and you have to have an IOV to do that. So but that's my number one resource is um, working with attorneys directly because there's no better referral than an, now it takes a while to do it. But don't worry about that. You get your first one. And then after you do a great job for them, you say, hey, what? You got any, any friends that are attorneys? Well, yeah, <laughs> like all my friends are attorneys, you know? Okay, well, hook, uh, you know, hit me to a couple more. And then they give you a couple of more names. And then from them, you get, pretty soon you'll be working with 20 attorneys, you know? Um, Just after over referrals. Absolutely, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, so so that's, you, you got to think creatively that way. So yeah. I like it. So mm -hmm. we've got mindset, we've got focus on listings and then find your niche. And we've got- yeah. Two more to cover. I want to hear the next one. Okay. So the next one is what, what I call do the two. Do the okay. two. Do the two. If anybody, if you've been, you guys have been following me on YouTube, you know, I preach this in a lot of videos. You're like, okay, Nolly, next. What's the next one? <laughs> uh, and I'm going to keep preaching it because people don't do it. And, and what it is, is do the two. And, I, and, I, and this is something you'll learn how to do uh, in this book right here. Uh, triple my listings. Remember, you can get this free at Nolly.com, K-N-O-L. K-N-O-L-L-Y, if I can spell my name, .com. Yeah. It's a weird name, isn't it? Um, people ask me, let me just throw this out there. People ask me all the time, is it a nickname? I'm like, uh, no. Like, I'm going to pick that as a nickname. I'm going to get teased as a kid all, all my you know, young life. I'm a junior, so my, my dad was actually Nolly uh, Williams Sr. Um, okay. And so 
uh, but it means in one's own life is what it means. And my middle name is Alexander, which is the savior of lost souls, you know, so wow. savior of lost souls in one's own life. That's what I have to live up to. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. But I talk about doing the two in here and what that is. I'm going to say it real quick, real simple. So Monday through Friday from nine to 11, you're in your lead generation bunker and you're generating business. Okay. And I don't care how much business you have, you know, because if you have people say, well, I man, I got too much business. I don't want to ever hear you say that too much business. There's no such thing as that. You got much business. That's it. No, not too much, much. Because the thing is, Haley, when a person has what they call too much business, they just have a leverage problem. This is something I, I learned very early that in this business, you only will ever have two problems ever. You either don't have enough leads or you don't have enough leverage. There are no other problems in real estate. Okay? Hmm. You don't have enough leads. That means you're not meeting your numbers or you've got so much business that you're swamped, you're, sl you're overwhelmed and now you need help. And, and I help people in both of those categories. You know, that, that's what I do. So uh, one of the best advice that I have for people is do the two from nine to 11, you go into your lead generation bunker, you close the door and you are not disturbed. You can take a potty break <laughs> uh, <laughs> once, once an hour, uncle Molly will let you take a potty break. That's it. <laughs> you take everything in there with you. But if you have a smoothie, like, like I got a smoothie right here, you see that we're about wow. to go down on this bad boy here in a little bit. There you go. <laughs> uh -huh. And then I got some coconut water right here. And then I got another little bottle of water over there. Snacks, you got coffee, whatever you want. Take it into your lead generation bunker because your subconscious mind will always find a, a reason for you to get up and go do something else. Hey, did you check on that? Did you pay that bill? Is that such and such? No, 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 no. Now, when you're in, the, when you're doing the two, you're only permitted to do three activities. Okay. okay. People ask me this all the time. So write it down. Very important. You can generate new seller prospects. Okay. Now, remember, I teach listings. You can modify this for buyers if you want to focus on buyers. But uh, number one, generate new seller prospects. Number two, follow up with existing seller prospects. And number three, develop and implement marketing plans. That's it. Okay. And and third one where you're developing and implementing marketing plans, that should only be about 15% of your time. The other, the time is either going to be... Uh, generating new leads or following up with existing leads. Now, here's a, here's a funny thing, Haley. People tell me all the time, they're like, hey, I'm going on a listing appointment or, or, or I'm going, no, we don't go on listing appointments during, during our do the two. Well, what do you mean? I thought there was, no, you already got the appointment. You get the, the appointments are for the afternoon. See, what I teach people is how to work uh, a, a part-time real estate business. Now, if they want to work more than that, that's up to them. But you can work, you can make 250,000 See, you can make a quarter million dollars or more a year, work 20 to 30 hours a week or less, take four to five vacations a year, uh, be debt free, you know, and you can do all of that um, working just four hours a day. OK, you do two hours of lead generation in the morning and two hours of appointments in the afternoon. That's it. Um, I'll have clients that say, hey, I'm my, the closings that um, we scheduled the closing is at 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, I won't be there because I'm lead generating from nine to 11. See, I'm, I'm this. If, if I could tell people one thing that I've ever done that's led to success where I've never had to be in feast or famine, you want to get yourself and your family out of feast or famine, start doing the two every single day from nine to 11. 
do purpose-driven lead generation activities and never take your foot off the lead generation pedal. What most people do, Haley, and we know in this business, it takes about 90 days. If I start from rock bottom, I just jumped into the game, right? It's going to take me 90 days to get a paycheck. It may not take that long. I mean, I got, I got one sooner. But that's kind of what we teach people. Is there's, a, there's a ramp up before you, because, and we call it a, a pipeline, to build your pipeline. So it takes about 90 days to build that pipeline back up where you got deals in the funnel and all that. Well, when you take your foot off the lead generation pedal, you just, you're not going to feel it for 90 days, but in 90 days, you're going to be hurting. And then you're like, I got to ramp it back up. That's feast or famine. Nobody wants to live there. You yeah. Know? Like the guy said, I tried broke. I didn't like it. <laughs> that's something like broke. Yeah, that's something we hear common from some of the top prospectors, top agents. They have a set routine and they don't deviate from it. Yeah. They are... Uh, I even was listening to an audiobook of a female entrepreneur and she said she even schedules in her fun time from 6 to 9 p.m. on Wednesday nights. You cannot contact me. That's my fun time. I'm with my family. Um, and so if you have a schedule of when, especially lead generation and things like that, then, I mean, you're right. You won't ever have famine because you are doing that every single day, right? Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, because we got in this business for freedom, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm a hippie a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I like to wear jewelry. I got my earring in. I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, uh, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm unbridled some, right? So I don't want, I don't want people to feel like they have to structure every single thing in their day. Just yeah. do the two. And you know, I used to have a, a coach, Mike Fleming, and Mike Fleming was like, man, I, he was a military guy. So he says, I schedule everything. If it's not on the schedule, it doesn't get done. I'm like, dude, you know, more power to you, but I'm I'm just a little bit more free spirited. He says, I even I even schedule when I'm gonna go to the potty. I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna do that or teach it. <laughs> but it works for him. It worked for him. And for some people they need that level of discipline. And that's yeah. okay. What I'm saying is just just have discipline around doing the two, and your life may be may be chaotic in other ways but you won't be broke, you know, <laughs> you real well. Awesome. Um, and so, so number five, the last one is um, the teachability index. Okay. And, and, and what I would say is upgrade your teachability index. Number okay. five, upgrade your teachability index. So just as a, uh, I can't see the chat. Is there a way I can see the chat or, or no, not, not in my viewer. Um, you could, if you went to our website, but. But you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Okay, so so right now, those those of you guys that those of you that are or you that are listening right now, what I want you to do is um, uh, write down what is your what is my willingness to learn. Okay, what is my on willingness scale, to learn? Like one to ten, or yeah, on a scale of one to ten. Okay. So one means I'm not going to do anything you say, Haley. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to do it. Okay, ten is, ten is like oh. I need to move to Miami. Uh, I, I'll get my ticket, and and I'll be I'll be, I'll have my house packed up in a month. I'm gone. Okay, yeah, that's commitment. So on a scale of one to ten, uh, what's your willingness to learn? Okay, um, so and be be honest with yourself. If, if it's if don't worry about what the number is because you can always upgrade. Okay, it might be a five, it might be a six, it doesn't matter. So in the chat, put down put in there what your willingness uh, to learn is. Scale of one to ten. Be honest. One to ten. Uh, what's your willingness to learn? 
Are you going to tell us what your willingness to learn is? Me? Yeah. I try to stay at a 10, but I'm probably about an eight right now. Okay. We I'm got Amanda. She said she's at an eight. She's at an eight. Okay. So me and Amanda are right there. So now let's go to this. We got a 10. We got a 10. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So now what's your willingness to accept change? That's the second Willingness to accept change. So think about this for a minute. Um, you a scale of one means I'm not changing anything. And 10 means I'll change anything you ask me to do immediately. Like right now, right today, I'll change it. You know, what is your willingness to accept change? Um, and and I, I test agents with this all the time. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you, you want me to do that? No, I can't do that. So, so this is what we call your teachability index. So let's say, for example, somebody is an eight willingness to learn and an eight willingness to accept change. Okay. okay. So what you do is you, you, you do eight times eight. That person is 64% teachable. Not bad, not, not terrible, but 64% teachable. Now, if a person is a 10 and a 10, they are 100% teachable. And what people have to understand is, so, so the goal is always to get yourself to a 10 and a 10. Okay. Right. If you're a five and a five, you know, you're only 25% teachable. Cool. Even if you're a nine and a nine, you're only 81% teachable. Okay. And, and because people come to me all the time, they're like, man, Nolly, you've done all this stuff. You write books, you speak on stage, you, you, you're on YouTube, you're over here, you do that. Uh, you coach agents, you've got products, you, you know, I want to learn how to do all that. Well, if I'm going to, if you, if you want me to be your mentor and you're going to be the apprentice, you have to have a high, you, your teachability index has to be very high in order for me to invest my, that, that kind of a time. Right. So it, it, it's close. What we, as, as, as uh, teachers, and we're all teachers. Okay, somebody comes to me. They say, "I've only done three deals." Well, you're a you're a teacher because there's somebody out there has never done a deal. Okay, yeah. uh, and it's like, well, I just passed my real estate license. Well, there's somebody that hadn't passed, but you're still a teacher. So, so at at so we're all teachers, and we're and I'm a student as much as I'm in class as much as I am teaching classes, right? So, so but your teachability index has to be as high as you can. Uh, get it in order for you to become teachable and in, in order for you to improve and have the kind of life that you say you want, you know? So that's number five is work on upgrading your teachability index. I love that one. I, I wrote down my own numbers and I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> cause cool. I mean, I'm willing to learn, but my willingness to change definitely needs to come up. So, and the way we say it is your willingness to accept change. Because okay. if, if I say willingness to change, the subconscious mind doesn't want to change nothing. I know. I, I instantly was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, it's important for people to understand this. The subconscious mind, it's, it's what we call, R, I call it RAA. It goes from resistance to acceptance to assistance. Okay. So when you first start something, just like, let's say if I was to start a diet, the first thing that would happen is that my subconscious mind would resist and say, man, this is crazy. You, it's Taco Tuesday, fool. You're trying to start a diet on Tuesday. What's going on? <laughs> Wednesday, oh, Wednesday, well, you know, they got the pizza buffet on Wednesdays. Well, so you're, 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 you're going to constantly have this, this sort of this thing where any new decision that you, uh, that you make, uh, the subconscious mind's going to fight you. It's just, and, and, and what I think Haley is trying to do is try to see if you're, if you're serious. Like, okay, we're going to, it's not trying to defeat you. It's trying to see, is, is this gal really serious this time? Or is it just like last time? Oh, it's like last time. I knew it was. 
<laughs> so, so, so now when you get through the resistance, you get to acceptance. So that start that that happens after about 30 days. You've been doing the same thing happen every day, 30 days. It's like, man, this, this fool is serious. He really won't, he really is gonna do this. So okay, okay. I guess I I guess we better play along because he ain't gonna do, you know, it's it, it, because then it becomes harder to resist because it, it's just like we'll just we'll just go ahead and accept. We'll just accept it and it comes dragging along. Like, okay, all right, yeah, I know you want to do another smoothie, whatever, whatever. You know, I don't care. <laughs> it gets into that mode. Then it goes to assistance. Okay, that happens around 60 days, 66 days. Um, you read the book one thing, there's studies done on it. So hmm. when acceptance hits, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit, but the, the research shows 66 days, I think it is. So, but but at that point, what happens is you've been doing that thing for three months. Everything, your subconscious is behind you. It's like, hey, where's the smoothie? We got the smoothie going? It's like, fool, we're gonna get to this. It's only 11. We get to the smoothie. We got we got an hour to go before we get. See, then you start craving it. You want it. You want to get to the gym. You're like, no, I can't do that tonight because I got another appointment. You're not telling them what you're doing. You're going to the gym or whatever you're doing. And so, so it's, it's, it's important for you to understand that the subconscious mind is not your enemy. It can become your best ally, but you got to, it, it takes time. Okay. It, it goes from resistance. Okay. To, to, to acceptance, to assistance. And once it's in the assist, assistance phase, you, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. That's what scripture says. You, 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 it's home. You know, you, 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 you're done, you know. And every single, and this is what I tell people. When you start living this way, every single day becomes another miracle. You know, you know you've ever seen people that's like, man, I, I don't know. Just like a dark cloud follow me, follows me around. Yeah. But the reality is the opposite can be true. It's like, man, everywhere I go, I'm, I'm, I'm being blessed. Like, I just got this. Right before this call, somebody called on a probate deal. It's like, hey, uh, you handled my probate five years ago. Uh, and we, we got so, uh, somebody just passed away yesterday. That's what you call fresh. It's like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to call them that quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, let them grieve. Wait a little bit. Yeah. So, so but, I'm, but I'm saying blessings just follow you around. You know, um, like Red X reached out to me and said, hey, would you be on, the, on this program? I'm like, sure. I love being on programs. <laughs> you know? So, and, and then Haley was like, hey, it's my first day. You're going to be, you're going to be my first guest. I'm like, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I think my favorite part was that you said when you move from resistance to acceptance, it's 30 days and right acceptance to assistance is 60 days because mm -hmm. at least right now, I know for me, I want things right now, immediate, like weight loss or anything takes time. Mm -hmm. You right. have to be patient with yourself. And so I, that's, I like that because it, yeah, you gotta be patient and yeah. Yeah. Time on the task over time beats hard work every time. Oh, it's time on the task over time. There's a I guy who wrote a book called talent is overrated and they proved that mm -hmm. it's not really talent. I'm I have average talent, average IQ, everything average. Um, I was a mediocre student, mediocre mind you. Um, but you know, I just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you know, and I now don't do the same thing over and over again. That's not be, that's not leading to success. Yeah. But when you find something that's succeed, successful for you, you just keep doing it and just keep pushing. You know, you got to push through it to get to it. You know, is what we say. Wow. 
I have so many notes of just, <laughs> I could just <laughs> go on forever, but this is awesome. Not only we're, we're out of time here, but thank you so much for sharing one, your story and how you've become successful and your five key strategies to help other agents be successful as well. We thank you so much for being here. Um, and we'll definitely have to have you back on. You, you're such a great guest. So thank you so much. Um, and thanks to the audience for tuning in today. We have another show coming up on Friday. Um, same time, same place, same everything. And um, so just a couple things. If you guys, if you're a customer and you want to continue these conversations and ask your questions, I know we didn't get some of those questions. Um, if you want to ask more questions, you can go into the Red X forum. And we also have a Facebook page, Red X Elite Prospectors, that you can go ask to join. But I think that wraps up everything. Thanks again, Nolly. And nice Friday. Friday.